Hello and welcome to issue number eight of Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story. My name is Drew Mick. I'm Nathan Haynes. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. Guys, we're back at it again with that late night with that late night Headline Heroes. After Dark? Is that what we dubbed it? After Dark. That's what I said. <laughs> Headline Heroes After Dark. So, uh, I mean, right out the gate here. I had an idea that I wanted to run by you guys as a potential, well, a potential new segment or just a fun, a fun little activity for us to do together. Mm. Um, okay. Maybe not a new segment, but you know, we... I'll be the judge of fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what we, that's what we elected you to. So you are the fun. <laughs> that's master. true. So we, we go around and we, we scour the internet for weird news, right? And every once in a while, I noticed when we would be looking for news together, we would come across news that is decidedly not weird or downright shocking that they decided to put into the odd news category. And so I was wondering if I could perchance just like, if we could just discuss some of those articles that definitely are not odd news and will never be in our spreadsheet, (laughs) but that the internet decided should be put under the odd news category. I like this idea. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, Hit hit me. So to start out strong guys, Oh boy. So I'm, you're never going to believe this. Okay. An Oregon suspect tried to put his coworker in a wood chipper, police say. <laughs> <laughs> Super weird. Like, Can oh, you believe it? Like, wow. he tried to, tried to murder somebody. That's so wacky. That's pretty wild, Fox News. What was that, like, Fargo that they do that in or something? Yeah, the, oh my god, that's such a fucked up scene. Yeah, not scene, god. just no, that's a thing. Just- just but hilarious you, though yeah uh 10 out of 10 that's that, the weird just super, super weird. weird and wacky news that was fox it, news it took me it took everything in my being to not put it in our spreadsheet but i had to resist he merges with wood chipper <laughs> <laughs> that would be basically where we would get to though pretty yeah. fast <laughs> yeah that's exactly it and that would be horrifying <laughs> or the person would split into several tiny versions of themselves no we can't guys nope. we can't do this nope <laughs> ah these the wheels are turning now uh, next article uh, up that I thought was pretty, pretty wacky. Great grandmother accidentally prays to Lord of the Rings figurine. <laughs> and in this article, I think they're making fun of an old woman. That's just mean. <laughs> what, wait, what figure was it? Was it like... What figure do you think it was? Was it Gandalf? It was not Gandalf. I'll give you three guesses. Aragorn? It was not Aragorn. Was, was she really more. getting into some weird religious stuff and like Sauron? Oh, shit. No. Sorry. All guesses are wrong. It was Elrond. Now, so that's who? That's Hugo Weaving, the guy Mm -hmm. who played Agent Smith. Yeah. In the Matrix. Oh, that guy. Tanner, you need to come down here and watch (laughs) The Lord of the Rings with me like a big boy. I know. We'll do our Wings and Rings sometime. (laughs) Tanner and I have big plans to one day watch The Lord of the Rings in one day while just gorging on wings. And then immediately dying afterwards. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, you'll be at your happiest after you've watched <laughs> the extended edition of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit in sequence. Oh, God. The Hobbit's not a part of this. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Uh, I do have a couple more articles that I'd love to run, but just, just one, well, one more. One more article. I think okay. three is probably good. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. This one's kind of in the same vein as the last one. Uh, it's from The Telegraph. Fed up at work? Be thankful you're not this sewer cleaner from Bangladesh. So in this article, they basically posit, fuck this guy, right? (laughs) Super weird. Your life is not nearly as shitty as his. (laughs) His is literally shitty. But I found that in the odd news category. And I just, I feel like there's really a warped sense of what's odd and what's not in the world. That's not even an article. That's just That's like definitely not news. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. just like, look at this all. guy. Here's a <laughs> guy. Nepal man dies trying to become the oldest Mount Everest climber at 85. Okay, so what you're so... telling me in this article is that this man died. This man died. That that's pretty so funny. weird. I love it. That's so strange. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe he did that and then he died, though. That's now, so is this is this all coming from one news site? Oh, no, no, no. I made sure okay. to spread the love. Really, we've been doing this for eight episodes now, and I've seen a lot of news that is not news and is not funny. Yep. Yeah. Or weird or strange. Nate, what I loved about that thing that we just did was how wacky it was <laughs> and how much fun I really <laughs> Hold on, had. Let me call the NBC news so they can put our article next to the article about the Nepal man dying. <laughs> Three local local boys make podcast segment about bad news hilarious weird news <laughs> that was just a little segment that i wanted to see run by you guys see what see what you thought um just kind of noodle on that for the future so let little, us know what fun you guys peek think. into the life we we lead looking at weird internet news this is why we need more news articles because i'm Please. going insane <laughs> looking at some <laughs> of these it's true oh, python swallows manhole <laughs> so so weird oh god <laughs> I saw that at five different news sites. Yeah, I saw that. And every time I'm just like, that's disgusting. Also, a man died. Yeah, the news seems very quick to overlook the fact that somebody died to make this article for them. So. So if you're still listening to this after eight minutes, uh, if you haven't figured it out already, it's pretty obvious that uh, this is Headline Heroes. It's a podcast where we take uh, recent headlines and use them as inspiration for origin stories for heroes and villains. So we've been wading through the slog of bad, weird news for the past week, and we've got a couple of them here that we're going to select one at random and use it to see what we can make together. Tanner, what, what are we making this week? So we are doing a hero this week since we did a villain last week with Baconstein. Good old Baconstein. Not not the Baconstein, just Baconstein. Well, <laughs> Mary Shelley's Baconstein. I think Mary Shelley would have wanted the Baconstein, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Neither here nor Creative there. differences. Okay, and the article this week is number 14 for you guys, and it's at the World Coal Carrying Championships, the winner gets sacked, and it's from Huffington Post. Uh, and I think this is actually one that was sent in to us by someone who listens. Yeah. I'm going to say Sean, Sean Hilland. Please don't be mad. I tried my best. Please stand up. Well, okay. you can sit so, down oh, now, Sean. And that's the rest of the episode for today, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I'll see you guys. On Headline Heroes. Yeah, this da, is, this da, is da, our da, first da. Uh, user submitted one. Yes, now I'm excited. Huffington Post. Fun. I feel see, like, he, guys, guy Huffington Post just comes through for us consistently yeah they do have the majority of the good weird news articles that are actually weird and news all right kind of like that sign spinning thing we have another contest championship Mm -hmm. and it's just carrying coal so my immediate thought is a man who is like a train and runs on coal (laughs) (laughs) it's a little unfair uh... when everyone's stretching and training to be in this coal contest and then a locomotive rolls up that's how he wins Uh, i got it (laughs) Our next competitor is uh, Mr. T Tank Engine. Oh, okay, it is. It is okay. It is Thomas the Tank Engine. Tommy Tank Engine. Uh, <laughs> I, I okay. That could be something like a literal human locomotive. I for some mm-hmm. reason had the idea of this is the the anti Santa. See, my that's interesting that you say that because my first thought was 
who would be very good at carrying coal? Who, like, would you say it's basically his job to carry coal once a year? And I was immediately on Santa Claus. Well, okay, so we want to just create Santa? Or anti-Santa. <laughs> or anti- Well, okay, guys, we're making a hero. Are you, are you positing an, an anti-Santa anti-hero? What a Sa- what a Okay, we could, <laughs> we could work with that, though. Like, what if, Sa- what if Santa's actually, like, a really big jerk like so, and he much like nasa santa is actually a villain in this universe what if um santa's like really just kind of like a very sarcastic kind of kind of passively mean person but he gets such hype because he's santa claus and all the kids love mm-hmm. him and he's just kind of riding on that fame but then there's anti-santa so i don't know what constitutes an anti-santa like what what makes him anti-santa oh he's really good at carrying that carrying that coal oh absolutely i was gonna say what if he follows santa around and he's the one that's got all that that coal and santa says coal here and he's like ah my my time now and he gives him gives gives out the coal so how is he a hero well you know there's a there's a whole big joke that goes around that i think is pretty uh topical given the current uh political climate in state of america that uh isn't that funny how basically you know santa's always watching you in that like a gross invasion of privacy and maybe anti-santa maybe that's why he hate doesn't like santa claus santa claus is a jerk and not only that he's spying on the whole entire world santa's a big old sicko exactly like of course there's going to be somebody who doesn't like santa claus and and opposes him in every single way that's the anti-santa so he's like anti-big brother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly Oh, that's a big statement from anti-Santa. Love it. I liked your idea about him working for Santa Claus. What if he used to work for Santa as his coal carrier and then he got fed up with being a part of such a such a bad sort of business of spying on the world and deciding whether they were naughty or nice? Now, if we go this route, we, we, we are making a statement that Santa Claus is real in this universe, which is no problem mm-hmm. because Marvel, DC all have had like their weird Santa team up, which is always a weird issue but we are we we will be willing to to admit that santa is going to be real which is cool mm-hmm. which is fine yeah absolutely i like it okay what was the oh the locomotive now we could combine that mm-hmm. <laughs> like that could be his actual powers because i just picture like a man who like if he eats coal i guess um like can't be stopped like kind of like the juggernaut in a sense but like a normal human-sized person, but can like run with the power of a locomotive or something like that. So Santa's got ho, 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 and this guy's going choo, choo, choo. God damn it, Drew. What? That was so bad. <laughs> no, that's great. Santa's Santa, Santa's like ho, 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 and this guy's like no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Okay, Tanner, that was worse, right? <laughs> I think he was mocking you. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> Guys, we need to ring it back. Excelsior. We're talking, we're talking about last. We're talking about last week's stuff. This is a new day. This is a new day. New week. This is a new hero. Okay. So All right. Anti Santa. So what's uh-huh. his uh his agenda? Is he like trying to take down Santa? And how? What if it's kind of like a Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer thing? Santa gets sick, and Anti Santa, Mrs. Claus, comes to him and says, Anti Santa. <laughs> You need to be the Santa this year. And then he goes around doing what Santa does on Christmas and somehow just knocks out of the park and all the kids kids just love him. I'll see then, myself I, out. I don't understand. Then what and happens? Then what? And then discuss. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to go. Discuss. 
Yes. That was more just and? like a, a thing that happens. It wasn't like really what he was doing. I'm not hearing any discussing. I'm just hearing a lot of criticism. <laughs> hey, Tanner, I would like to discuss something with you now together. How easy do you think it would be to kick Drew out of the <laughs> Good talk. I, mean... I will start that now. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> oh, my God. It actually oh. responded. <laughs> Hey Siri. No. I was gonna do a funny little joke there, but then Siri actually responded. God damn it, Drew. <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's bring it back. Yeah, shoot. We don't even need to edit this one. After dark. <laughs> okay, so for real, what like what can he be doing to be like anti Santa? I don't think just doing his job real good one night is like a, a good enough. Drew, I feel like we're not focusing enough on the fact that he is anti-Santa. Yeah. He is in every way, shape, and form the opposite of Santa. He, he wouldn't be going around doing Santa's job. He hates that shit. Okay, fine. He's anti-Santa. So he's got to be kind of like, okay, okay. Character traits. What makes someone anti-Santa, but then also still a good good person? The anti-Big Brother thing. He hates the surveillance. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. He's. Is um, he, is he, does he not, like, is, is his tummy not... Like a bowl full of jelly. He's very thin. Ooh, he's oh, like a razor super thin. skinny, but also just got that that he can really lift that coal. Mm-hmm. He could just be just ripped. Like he could be that's super true, heavy, but ripped out of his mind. That'd still be anti. Oh yeah, absolutely. Straight diesel. Swole and Santa. when he opens his mouth, he lets out a, a train horn. <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> yeah. that's kind of just that's a little terrifying. That's awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Scare away evildoers. <laughs> Whenever he sees surveillance, he can just open his... So he could be, like, a good guy, but, like, anti-surveillance, so, like, anti-government. Is it, like, Santa actually works with the government, and that's how the government's able to, like, survey everyone? Is that too weird? What if we took the take the Punisher and put a little Santa hat on him? <laughs> Done? Question mark? I think that's it. And, the, and he makes a train horn sound when he opens his mouth. <laughs> Just constant train noises. Like he can't even talk. Like he can just make train noises. I don't. I don't. I. I love that image, but I'm not sure if it works for a hero. I don't know. <laughs> I really like it. Okay, Drew. Just one second. Uh-huh. I, I'm doing something right now that's going to convince you I have faith. So imagine anti-Santa Claus comes up as a bank robber and he comes over and bank robber's like, what are you going to, what are you going to do? And he opens his mouth and you just hear. <laughs> like, would, wouldn't the guy just drop the bag of money? Yes. Oh my God. That is he tries to run away. He's like. It's that that's more of a growl that was happening right there. <laughs> and he whistled and shouted and called the by name train whistle. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all. <laughs> oh man, there's eight different train horns on here. This is really a quality app and it was free. What? This that is was an, an app? app? I thought it was YouTube. That's not that a train. Wasn't very that good. was some chugga chuggas. <laughs> This is good. This is good. This is great. Nate, yeah, keep it coming. You're making me oh, oh so aroused. I love it. Hey, Drew, you know what? 
you. <laughs> Got him. Got him. So it's maybe it's not ex- <laughs> really all over the place. Maybe it's not exclusive that that's all he can do. But every so often he's just got to let out like like someone who's had a lot of seltzer has to belch. He's just got to whistle. Uh, like in the middle of a sentence, sometimes he accidentally <laughs> lets it out. Yep. All right. So. <laughs> Um, um all right nate get us on okay, track where do we what do we need to discuss well okay we basically everything <laughs> uh, so let's let's well, let's just let's collect ourselves all right and go back to the basics he's he's this this man he's ripped actually what if um somehow uh, this anti-santa is a bit kind of steampunky and kind of has parts of him that are kind of locomotive in nature I mean, do you guys think it would be helpful at all to abandon the Santa angle and maybe just go for a steampunk coal-powered robot man? Oh, I honestly God, forgot yes. about the original issue, like article. <laughs> I was, I was you were so, so invo- hung up on Santa. I was. <sighs> I think the anti-Santa is way too specific. I feel like we're in in putting him. In, in juxtaposing him with Santa Claus, he is inherently either going to be like, make Santa look like a dick, or he's going to end up being evil. He's going to be Krampus. If this was a villain, it would be easier, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we need to draw the anti-Santa thing. It's too specific. And, and Santa's inherently a good guy. Yeah. I'm just being a big old huffy boy because I liked it. You really like but no, the I uh, I do understand. Yeah, okay, we can let's. Uh, well, where are we going to start then? Are we basically are we basically going back to the drawing board? But no, I think we've got some good elements going. we want to pull, um, like locomotive body parts and the whole like train, the train whistle and the trains like powers. But are stuff. we actually doing Santa Claus stuff? No. What? No, I think he's just okay. Then we need to create an origin story as to why he is train in nature. Where do we need to start? <laughs> Basically at the beginning. Okay. I was not kidding. I liked a lot of what we had. Well, let me just, let me let, give ourselves a moment of zen. One second. Everybody just take a moment just to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great on the, uh, the sound monitor here. So like, what if this is sort of a, we loop in a man out of time storyline like this this guy was actually like he was born back in the time of railroads like when railroads were at an all-time high went underwent some sort of accident involving a, a train because of course it's like we don't like when coal-powered trains were way more popular and prominent um and somehow got stuck in stasis until just recently like, <laughs> i mean that, i don't know that could be an interesting angle on it how would they put someone in stasis back then um, i'm sure it's possible you, i'm sure we well, could think of something Here's, here's, so have you ever, um, you know how they have like, you can smoke meat to like keep it good longer? He just, yes. they smoked them with coals smoke. They put them in a, yes. yes. So you're talking about per, per, preserving. Yeah, they preserved him into some sort of man jerky. <laughs> nah, you can, uh, that was a just, weird just way to mark word that. the time code. Man down All right, no, but I, okay. So what if, what if it's just, some guy gets hit by a train and the only technology, maybe we don't need to have him get hit by a train, gets in an accident. <laughs> the only technology available is steampunky kind of stuff. And so they put him back together. Maybe maybe he's just lived that long. He he was born back oh. in the 1800s and he's just still around. I like that, actually. That Then, then we don't have to worry about the problem of how he how he was preserved because he just he just lived that long because of his uh, his attachments that he had. Somehow it got rid of certain things like his, his heart was replaced 
mechanically. His vocal cords were replaced with the train, <laughs> the train whistle. <laughs> I, I actually like that a lot. They had to use what you know, parts you were had said, mm-hmm. uh, You had mentioned that he didn't necessarily have to get hit by a train, but it would be it would be pretty easy to say you know he got hit by a train, managed to survive like while he was working on building, working on working on the railroad. I was just gonna day. say. And then, like, uh-oh, like, what What are we going to... This man is dying. What are we going to heal him with? Well, what's the closest of, closest available stuff? There's this train uh, over here. We got a big old tra- choo-choo. Those, these train parts that just... This train that just crashed into him. <laughs> the crash was life. so, so big. Like, he's a big guy, and he causes this train to derail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trains were very weak. A very then. behemoth of a man. And also, chain, tr- trains were very, very weak back then. Yes, I like this. Now, because he was he's from the the old Wild West, maybe he's bringing some of that gunslinging attitude back 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 with us, back back to the to the not the back future. back to the future into the present day. Let's say that <laughs> he's bringing it back to the future one second at a time. Yes. So maybe it's kind of he. I think he would be kind of more of an antihero then. I think that would be easier to do. And he like, hates Santa Claus. <laughs> um. Uh, who was it? Jonah Hex. No, um, no, Jonah Hill. Yeah, from Super jo- Bad. Jonah Hex Hill from Super Bad, where he got his face all all grinded up and was a gunslinging guy at a party. Are you talking about and Seth um, Rogen was there? Are you talking about Get Him to the Greek with Russell Brand? <laughs> what a what a hoot that was, right? That was wacky. That was a movie. <laughs> did you did you not like it? I thought it was all right. I like that other movie with uh, Russell Brand, same character in it. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was a great movie. Did did they get him to the Greek? By the way, um, I think they Anybody ended know? up getting him to the Greek. Spoilers. Um, I didn't check in. In uh, up on that Acropolis. Yes, the Greek. <laughs> the Greek was achieved. All right, Drew. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. You were talking about Jonah Hex. No, let's talk more about Jonah Hill. Now, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me just do a quick Google search about Jonah Hill. Now, what my favorite thing is is that Jonah Hill was in Wolf of Wall Street. I'm pretty sure he absolutely mm-hmm. was. He took. He took a big pay cut in order to be in that movie. He just really wanted to be in that movie. You know, more power to him. Yeah, you know. Also, you saw his dingling in that movie. Uh, sorry, be right back. Let's <laughs> go watch a movie. <laughs> so choo-choos. Choo-choos. So what has this dude been doing? Oh, sorry. You, you actually had said, well, he's gunslinging. You wondered if he was maybe bringing some Jonah Hex gunslinging. Maybe he's just this, been to... hanging out in like the, the, the mountains. He's been up in those Rockies. Has he just been like hiding out until the world needed him, or until he saw this coal carrying championship? One, he's 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 been a recluse. He's been up there in his cabin, oiling his limbs, and just you know he wanted to be alone. And then one day, a flyer flew into his face, <laughs> and it said, "Coal champion needed." And he said, <laughs> needed. We need one. Please. We need one. Now Somebody hiring. help. And he says, "I can do that." And he comes down, and then just straight up wrecks it, and that's like his like reveal that he exists even to the world could i mean it, it could be that he's been doing he's revealed himself earlier than then that instance and well well okay here's an idea discuss <laughs> oh okay um, well, when you put it like that <laughs> what if for some reason this guy shows up to the coal championship and he is trying to make himself look human like he's wearing pants and and clothes, but it's it's just really obvious that he is a cyborg steampunky person. But he thinks he's really he's covering up. But why would he do this? Why would he come to the competition? Why why would he feel that he needs to put himself out there, even if it is a coal carrying championship? Mm. Why, why does he feel that that's worth blowing his entire 
a reclusivity for. Maybe he needs the prize money to get treatment for his sick daughter. Oh, he had a daughter. She could now. <laughs> can you buy coal? If I wanted to go buy coal, could I get some? I mean, you can go get some charcoal. But that's not coal. It's got coal it's in it. Mm, I think they're I think they're different. I think if you if you take a bunch of pencils, number two, and just take all the wood out of it. That's le- that's. I think that's not that's not coal. Mm, Drew, what do you think coal is? <laughs> the stuff on the end of your pencils the little pink i'm pretty sure you can buy coal to answer your question you gotta be well i'm just asking because like this dude runs on coal but maybe like he can't you know all the mines are either too dangerous for him to go inside or like they're all shut down they're all you know got security around him from big old mining corporations like okay he's dying i have an idea yeah coal okay or what i was gonna say i had an idea as well but you can do yours okay maybe we have the same idea what if he's been up in the mountain He's been mining all day mm-hmm. long, old old John Henry, and then mm-hmm. the mine is just out of coal. Yes, that was exactly my idea. Yes, I figured. And so he comes down off the mountain. He's scanning for coal. He finds it. He sees it at the coal championship thing and just starts carrying it away. And everyone's like, whoa, look at, oh man, look at this guy. And he's carrying so much coal, <laughs> knocking it out of the park. And that that is that is why he is there. And they're so distracted by the fact that He's carrying so much coal. They're just like awestruck that they don't even notice he's not carrying it. Like he's carrying it past the finish line out into the hills. <laughs> they also like, don't oh notice God, him reaching into he... it and like pulling Where'd it out like go? popcorn. Just eating it. Just munching on it. <laughs> yes. I, yes. Okay. It's, we found it. I think that's it right there. So once he does that, what does he go back up to the mountain? And that's the end of old Ironside. Well, okay. So... You know, you you were saying how he's like a Western gunslinger. So I was thinking that this town ends up getting um, attacked by, I don't know, you know how like in uh, old Western movies, there's like a bad guy that would come and there's always a reluctant hero who has to come and save him. Yeah, uh, maybe some rough, rough um, biker gang comes into town. Yeah. And then like some citizen who like saw how super strong he was and stuff follows him back to his place and asks for his help. I like that. I like that. But yeah, um, so that's like how he starts being a hero is they convince him to save help this town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a great idea. I am in love with the idea of this guy protecting this town kind of in the way that people would do in the old west, except with a modern day spin. Or more of it's a modern day town that's got like something bad happening to it and he's bringing an old west spin to it. Yeah. Maybe it's it's kind of like Clint Eastwood being in his house and suddenly he finds a reason to care about people. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Slowly, slowly they just start leaving little um, egg bakes outside of his cabin, you know, to thank him or to say, hey, good job at that coal carrying thing. Thanks for also not taking any of the prize money and just insisting on just all the coal. (laughs) That's great. That saved us a lot of money. We put the money um, into a new library for the town. Uh What if some kids get stuck in a mine? They go exploring. They're not supposed to. It's derelict. They shouldn't go in there. And the the mine collapses on them. And so they, they know, well, who can carry who can carry so much coal to get these kids out of there? Who can basically just tear right through it as though it we're cotton candy? Well, it's this guy. It's like, yeah. So they, they bring him in. He's like, he's really pissed. And he, like, at first he doesn't want to. But then he, you know, he has a heart. He has a big old mechanical beater. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's not exactly, but it's like John Henry, man versus the machine, except it is man and machine together, just digging in. Yes. 
I like that. So and it's that's like what a brings lot it out. Helping this town, yes, this small town. Like he's like a local guardian almost. Uh huh. We I, I mentioned before a biker gang. Is that an element we wanted to keep in? I mean, that could be another story. Yeah. Well, because I, I mean, I like the idea because it's sort of like a a biker gang is sort of like a modern day bandit posse yeah. or something like yeah. that, where they all ride around together and cause cause trouble, raise heck. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I feel like we have so much good stuff and we can just go off on it. Okay, let's get organized. We have <laughs> we have power. Well, we don't really have powers. We just know he's kind of strong. We have well, origin of powers, motivation. We've got. What what does he look like? I suppose. Well, let's see here. He's, I feel like he's half. He's like half man, half train, right? Which sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Um, maybe instead of a neck, or his neck would be. He's just got this big fat train whistle, like with the little notch cut into it where the sound comes out. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's where the actual noise comes from when he makes his his terrible <laughs> screeching uh, train whistle. I like that. I like the neck. I imagine he would. I he has normal legs because he's got to be able to move through that rugged mountain terrain. But what if where the joints are, where like his knees and his hips are, it's wheels, and that's how it moves and pivots, and he can walk. But if he needs to, it can transform, and he can get onto a train track. I like that. That he can only move at a, like fast distances himself if he comes upon train tracks i mean he could probably move like you know run a little faster than his normal but if he gets well, on yeah, that train but if track, he wants to like really get booking he's like i gotta get down to the train yard <laughs> there's gotta be some weird chase scene where he's going after the bandits they've 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 stolen out of the register at the general store and for some reason they're wherever they're trying to flee from there's always a train track and he can always catch up with them. He's always keeping pace with them. Well, like they run into like some old mines or something. Yes. So he just goes on the old mine tracks. That would be like the comic book thing where like somehow freaking every issue the hero, <laughs> the villain manages to go on goddamn train tracks or in a, in a mine every time. Why do they do it? They could just go on the road. He can't catch up with them if they're in a car. All right. So legs, whistle, arm, arms. I thought it would be cool if we could somehow make it so that one of his arms was a gun, but I feel like that is sort of done a lot, so I would be okay just dropping it entirely. It could be, instead of a gun, it just shoots coal. Yeah, but like out of what? Another whistle. (laughs) Another whistle, yes. Well, I was thinking one of the arms could just be more robotic or more train-like than the other, and that one just like, that arm is stronger, so he has some like super strength almost. Because I think he needs to have some like abilities outside of being able to go on train tracks. I think th- this guy, like at least the, the his torso needs to be very mechanical. If we can, so we can justify he is living this long. I feel like those organs have to be a little mechanical there. Oh, absolutely! Like I feel like if you opened up his chest cavity, there would be like a gears of a there'd clock. There'd be like a train a train <laughs> wheel that's being pushed by like one of those bars. You know how like the train wheels all move with the bars on the sides. Yes. So it'd be like one of those that's just like pushing his heart. Or like pushing a wheel, which like squeezes his, his mechanical heart and pumps blood to his body. Maybe oil. Oh, I don't know. What if his 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 tummy is um? It's like a big oven that he can open up, and there's flames in there, yes. and he just keeps throwing yes. coal in there. Well, so he throws it in his stomach, or does he still eat it? He could. He, I like okay, the I, idea the, of this the visual dude of him just, eating's good. Yeah, like looking absolute batshit crazy just eating coal in front of these people for the first time okay so let me let me retcon his tummy is a big old kiln kind of thing with no visible door but you know some slots in there that you can see that fire yeah i like that 
Oh, yeah, I dig on that. That would be kind of a weakness, though. He can't go in that water. Boom. Weakness. Dang. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So we have, just kind of going through our mental checklist, we have our powers. We have our origin of his powers. We have a weakness. He can't go in. If he, he goes in water and he floods his chamber, he's going to get... He's gonna he's gonna die, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they sort of have his costume, and that I assume he just like wears his what he looks like is his quote unquote costume. He doesn't really have an alter ego. It, he's got to have a cowboy hat. Oh, absolutely. And it's one of those like funny scenes where like he's not actually wearing one, but then like they happen to go through a costume store in a chase scene, and he like one falls on his head, and he just like keeps it. <laughs> or um, he goes through multiple costume stores, multiple aisles in that, and every time he emerges, it's a different hat. Like he goes through and it's a sombrero and it says da 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 and then it goes through the next one and it's a uh, 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 Scottish uh, hat and then it does bagpipes. Mm-hmm. What are those called? Bagpipes playing. Scottish hats. Oh, okay. And like duffer hats? I don't know. I think that might uh, actually yeah, be right. Wow. I, I think you. I called your bluff and you. Uh, you may have accidentally delivered. Duffer hat. <laughs> oh well, a duffer hat. Um, a duffer is an incompetent or stupid person, especially an elderly one. So Bushido Sobo would like a word, please. How could you <laughs> use that word? I thought a duffer was like a golf term. Uh, it's also a person inexperienced at something, uh, inexperienced at something, especially at playing golf. Oh, okay. All right. Um, 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 did we decide on mechanical arms or normal arms or maybe just armored arms? I like the idea of another whistle being shooting coal, but maybe because because maybe there's like a, a weird balance there. He can shoot coal, but then that's less coal he has for his tummy. Now, did we want to a bit like? Do we want? He could just dual wield like pistols, like old fashioned revolvers, and they shoot coal. No, it's just a gun, Tanner. <laughs> it's just a gun. I I don't I'm not sure if he would want to shoot Cole because he needs Cole is his lifeblood. Yeah, but bullets kill well, people. Well, I think that Drew. actually makes it him interesting though. Oh, you like, got me there, a, Tanner. A... You got me there. Damn it again. <laughs> I I think I agree with Nate that it makes it more interesting because he can't he can't always shoot people then because he has to be, be conservative with it. He's a her- he's a hero where by being a hero he just kills himself a little bit. Yeah, if he you has can to give me to make that sacrifice. if you can give me the scenario where they're rebuilding this person and they're just like. Let's give him a, a coal gun. Drew, if you can give me the scenario where in real life they would actually re- rebuild a person with train parts, go ahead. Well, what we just oh, created, wait. obviously. Oh, my God. It's just like, we can rebuild him, y'all, faster. Um, So <laughs> they said, but maybe they didn't mean for it to be a gun. They maybe were, they were like, well, gee, you know, it'd be super easy instead of like shoveling this coal all all around. What if we could get it such that like this guy just shoves it in his mouth and he fires it out of his hand? Okay, into so our train they carts. redesigned him to be a more efficient rail railroad yard worker. Yeah. And okay. Then, but like then he can actually but like it shoots out of his hand. But then like also it shoots so fast that he could hurt somebody by using it. I do want him to have a pistol, though, a revolver, maybe for his other hand. What if um, instead of having his whole hand be a whistle, he his arm was very big and like he still had four out of his five fingers. But one of the fingers was a, a, an exceedingly large, like like a maybe two inches wide pipe from the train. And so he could do like a finger gun. OK. Pew, pew. Pew. Or we can pew, just go with the arm pew, thing. Pew. I was imagining a cyborg whole arm cannon oh me i mean that's what i was imagining too but then i was like you know, what if we for, did for fun oh, i took us on a whimsical journey that was real fun that was that was great what if we did full arm cannon and then pistol on in an uh, other hand because 
when I think Wild West, I think of the quick draw scenario. That's fair. You, we gotta have that Wild West element in there. Okay, yeah, he has a six shooter. Fine, Drew, you can have your six shooter. What do is we... his? Okay, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say first comic book cover, or we could do first victory. Name. We've already kind of done first victory. Oh, name. Name. Name is also important. Name. <laughs> I feel like we can't do the cover without the name. Anti Santa. Yes. <sighs> Anti Santa. Tank the Thomas engine. Tom Tank. <laughs> He's kind Thomas of... the Tank. <laughs> we have okay. We could do something with trains. Something steampunk. Mm, train face. That's good, Tanner. Go on. <laughs> hey, bud. That's real good. <laughs> steampunk Larry. <laughs> that's yeah, really that's good. it. Choo choo choo, Chet. Ah, fuck. What if we named him? <laughs> we could do an old west sheriff kind of thing what if he's like sheriff coleman oh they, that's a they, good one and it's, it's instead of cole coleman spelled like k or c-o-l-e-m-a-n it's c-o-a-l-m-a-n and they just call him sheriff because he just kind of became the unofficial sheriff of this town sheriff coleman i like that i actually think that's pretty that's, good I'm, I'm down with that yeah that's easily the best thing that we've come up with yeah what was his pedestrian name then? Was his last name Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N? And, and then he sense. introduced himself as John Coleman, and they, they just assume that it's spelled C-O-A-L-M-A-N. Ah, I like that. There's the hero mm-hmm. name. Okay, what, what, is there anything left to discuss? What Com- is, uh, comic book cover? Comic book cover. Comic book cover. We've done kind of first victory, or at least we've discussed him stumbling on, into the coal uh, championship dieseling the fuck out Look, of that he's looking for Cole, right yeah he's looking for Cole, and there everyone's just like oh oh my lord and just just super impressed by him and then also and then, the mission in the mine and that's how mm-hmm. he rescues these kids and the kids kind of you know they grow on him and it's kind of um, a grand grand torino he helps some people and they just keep giving him food and you know here's the thing like he helps them and in a little way in a certain way <laughs> They help him back, you know? How do they help him back, Nate? Um, reminding him of his humanity. Oh, that could be a whole thing. He spent so long that on the, is the mountain. He's just, he, he just, he's maybe forgotten or he's, he just views himself as more machine than man. Absolutely. Mm. It's been 150 years of being part train. Yeah, I'm down with that. So I get the impression from this town that, that about this town we're talking about it's a, it's a small town right it's not like a huge metropolis or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah yes I, I kind of enjoy the idea that these are some he's like the sheriff for a lot of small little towns out in the like the desert that there's a whole lot of train lines that go to but otherwise you know they they don't have the luxury of being in a place with all these different superheroes and people and police to like help them with uh issues that come their way and dangers that they encounter so there's this this finally this shining hero that comes out and he is part part train part man and he's he's out there to help the little guy who everyone else has sort of forgotten okay yeah and that that would maybe this this biker gang is preying on all of these towns then mm-hmm. no one there to stop him yeah okay so what's that comic book cover look like though we could portray him initially taking all of the coal from the competition but that's boring i mean that's kind of i don't know what do you guys you could, think you could do the classic western um standoff like at high noon where he's on one end and all the bikers are on the other end of the town i like that i like that mm-hmm. and he's got his like 
He's got his six shooter and his coal arm up. Yeah, or his hand right next to his six shooter, getting ready to draw it. They're also fucking terrified because uh, they did not know that this kind of situation still existed. <laughs> yeah, the bikers look more confused than they do confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just says uh, Sheriff Coleman at the top, and it's, it looks like it's made out of coal, like the lettering. I like, yes. And there's like a screech coming out of the, the, the whistle on his neck. Slogan, this town ain't train enough for the two of us. That's awful. And everyone's kind of like, that doesn't, that doesn't, did he, that, did he say, you know what, that's whatever. That's he's, what he's, he's doing us a big favor right now. I think we did it. Nate, did you want to attempt? Oh, Jesus Christ. So I think that's something to do with uh, anti-Santa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can give it a shot. Um, let, at, feel free, as always, uh, of course, to, to jump in if I miss any important details, because Lord knows we've, we went places. So... Back in the 1850s, does that sound about right? about right. Yeah. Uh, a young man named John Coleman, right, mm-hmm. uh, was working on the railroad uh, all the live long day. Uh, and when a horrible accident struck, he was maybe hit by a train or like a, a train derailed and he got you know smashed as part of the ensuing accident. Uh, fortunately, there was a doctor on site who could, in a pinch, uh, use his advanced medical uh, abilities to sort of construct a new body or repair the John Coleman's body, uh, but he had to make him part train. Uh, so uh, John Coleman, ashamed of his new... Well, I should back up and say that they, they wanted to use him as a, a tool for... Uh, as a mining tool, now that that could load, could load coal faster than any other machine they had at the time. But uh, I'm going to just say, take a creative liberty and say that John Coleman escaped... Hating is hating what he had become, retreated into the the wilderness, uh, into the mountains, uh, and he would go forth every once in a while to steal coal from local coal mines to keep himself alive. Because of course, uh, in his new form, he ran on coal. Uh, he uh, had much more. His, his body was outfitted with sort of steampunky train style uh, mechanics, and so making him a lot stronger. He has a, a gun instead of a hand that he can shoot coal out of. Uh, is, there, is there anything else I'm missing from a, a, from a power perspective? Oh, he has a whistle, a train whistle in his throat uh, that allows him to emit some horrifying noises. Also just a typical uh, six-shooter. And a typical six-shooter. Never forget. Mm-hmm. And he was content to stay this way for many years until the all the coal supplies started to dry up and he couldn't get access to it anymore. Until one day he read of a competition that was being held for was being held for the World Coal Carrying Championships. And he knew, of course, that there would be tons of coal then for him to to eat and use to stay alive. So he went, gathered up as much coal as he could possibly lift in those huge arms of his, started eating it immediately, of course. <laughs> and then retreated back into the mountains but of course everybody saw him doing this at the world coal championships and later uh when some kids would venture into the mines despite being told not to go there because they were dangerous uh the mine collapsed uh the town needing help but knowing that they couldn't go to anyone else for it because they were so far out in the wilderness went and found uh mr coleman and begged them for his help he grew to love the town love the children and sort of stuck around a lot longer than they had expected, helping them fight off uh, the local uh, biker gang that was terrorizing the town. And that is, I believe, if I recall correctly, the story that we came up and with. And earning the title of sheriff by the people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He introduced himself as uh, John Coleman. And so they thought his name was uh, Coleman instead of Coleman. Yeah. Perfect. Sheriff Coleman. That's that's him. Ooh, took us a bit, but we got I'm there. I'm impressed with that, Nate. We did. We, you know, I tried my best. 
And I think uh, in the end, I'm I'm happy with our little coal man that we made little up. Coal man. Choo choo. Okay. Sorry, what was that, Drew? I said choo choo. Choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. There's a train going by outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, did we want to have a discussion of does this guy tie in? My gut says it's going to be hard, or maybe we shouldn't because he's kind of a recluse. And this town maybe yeah. seems a bit cut off. I'm, mm-hmm. That's kind of the yeah. impression I think I the got from the story, the world scenario. We I could see as if um, there was some particular hero that was chasing a certain villain, and like the villain went to try to hide in one of the small towns that he protects, and then like they would end up doing a crossover that way. But that like that's it. I don't see it being anything other than a, a cr- special thing. A crossover could be forced anyway, but I think mm-hmm. for, it's going to take a lot to get this guy to leave his town. Mm-hmm towns and there's not really any reason for any of our existing heroes to go way out in the wilderness yeah, that's what I'm the only way it would ever happen is if someone was going to him there's no way he's going to venture to like, new york mech gruff unleashed and then it just runs <laughs> quite literally he gets off of his leash and he runs to washington that could be State. a whole story arc i mean is there anything else we need to discuss about this guy or are we uh are we good to go i think we're good okay um so that has this has been issue number eight of Headline Heroes featuring our new superhero creation, Sheriff Coleman. Uh, we did want to take this time to, of course, thank Brett Jacobson, who created the art for our show, and also Carl Sorensen, who created the music for our show. Carl's website is carljsorensen.com, which there is a link to in the description. Um, again, if you found any articles um, that you think would be great for us to discuss... Our email is headlineheroescast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can tweet them at us at our Twitter at headline underscore heroes. Um, we also try to keep that updated with the episode news and whatnot. We also have a Facebook page, just Headline Heroes. And if you were feeling very generous, it would be really great if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Um, just shoot us something, um, give us a rating, give us some feedback. Uh, we love to read it. It's really great. So yeah, thank you again for joining us and we hope you will pick up the next issue of headline heroes. I fucking, I fucking knew you'd do that. God damn. I fucking knew it. What?